Speak your speak your piece, brother Dio. Speak your piece. What's brother. good, everybody? This is the DDT Football <laughs> Podcast. Before we get to what happened last night between the Bucks and the Eagles, and preview was about to happen in Week Six. Let's talk about something that is really, 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 really personal to both me and Tony. And it's really starting to irk me. Just pissing me off. It's really about to piss. It's really pisses me off the whole week. Dating back to the whole thing, this whole schedule. So, as you guys know, if you guys have not been living under a rock, then where the fuck you been at? Um, the Washington football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, has some emails that was leaked. I don't know how the emails were leaked, but they were leaked. And it dealt with, who, in my opinion, the guy who is... 50% responsible for what has transpired to the organization, Mr. Bruce, Bruce Dumbass Allen. And then one person, one has to deal with John Gruden, who's, who everybody knows, got had to resign because of the stuff that he said on the email, and a lawyer that works for the NFL. And yesterday... For for what besmirched me for what we know, I was at work and I received a notification that the Washington football team is retiring Sean Taylor's number. At first, I was happy because you know Sean Taylor has been dead for fourteen years now, and he's arguably one of, if not the greatest player in our in our franchise's history. But yesterday, I know the national media was just acknowledging the fact that the number was retired. But here in this local media, everybody was lambasting it because, well, it happened on three days' notice before the game. Now I, I read some. Of, I read the articles that was saying that there was there was already weeks in advance and weeks uh, weeks in advance. But it doesn't make it. But doesn't make the point. You should have announced it the same time you announced Bobby Mitchell got his, is getting his jersey retired. Now, granted, this weekend is the alumni weekend, and a lot of alumni is probably not going to be is going to be there to to for the uh, re uh, reannouncement of Sean Taylor Road, which is on FedEx, which is near FedEx Field, but. This team cannot get this team cannot get out their own way. It starts with with the scandals, the sexual harassment that's happening in the workplace. Kind of make make all of us look bad. Now, me personally, I'm gonna be real with you. For those of you guys who don't know, I used to work at FedEx Field. I did not see any sexual harassments because I was working at the stadium. I believe, I'm guessing majority of the sexual harassment cases happen at Redskins Park or Washington, Novo, whatever the place is called. But at the end of the day, it's under, it happened under Dan Snyder's watch. I'm not... 
Now, was this a, would I call this a PR stunt that with the Sean Taylor thing? No, I don't think it was a PR stunt like everybody thinks, but everybody's saying. But at the same time, you can't announce a jersey retirement three days before a game. That's that makes no sense. And also, which doesn't make sense, is this. I understand Dan Snyder is getting the blame for everything that's happening with this organization. And I totally understand it. I'ma let the media I'ma let the local media bash Dan Snyder. I'ma let the YouTube YouTube shit posters Dan uh trash Dan Snyder. But there's one guy who's been going unscathed about throughout all this. It's the guy who got fired two years ago. His name is Bruce Allen. Bruce Allen has ruined this organization. Since dating back to 2010, he's ruined this organization. And do everybody wants to talk about that? No, they don't. They want to talk about Dan Snyder. They want to talk about Tanya Snyder. They want to talk about how this or, uh, organization is run poorly dating back since 1999 when Dan Snyder bought the team. But yeah, we don't want to talk about Bruce Allen. Bruce Allen was was in date was dated was running day to day operations when the whole sexual harassment lawsuits happened with Bruce Snyder Bruce Allen not Bruce Snyder Bruce Allen was the one that was sending them emails about the naked cheerleaders and yeah we want to blame Dan Snyder look I'm already agitated as it is because of the whole Sean Taylor incident and everybody feeling feeling um distraught angry upset some i heard on the sports junkies this morning that a fan is denouncing himself as a football team fan which do whatever you want it's your prerogative i don't care but let's put it in a bigger perspective is dan snyder one of the worst owners in the league yes has he hired has he hired people that that does a terrible job? Yes. But I will say this, though. <clears throat> I commend Jason Wright, the now the team president, who came out and publicly said this. I dropped the ball. And I commend him for saying that. I truly commend him for saying that. But at the end of the day, it was executed terribly. It was executed poorly. I'm happy that Sean Taylor got his number retired, but at the, end, but at the same time, you, you don't announce it three days before a football game. It makes no sense. But on, but I want, but before I hand it over to Tony, I want everybody to understand this. Does Dan Snyder deserve a lot of blame for what's going on with the Washington football team? Yes, he does. But also, you can you also have to blame Bruce Allen with this because he's the one that put us in this situation. The first ten years, I'll give is all Dan Snyder. I'll say that the first ten years all Dan Snyder, but the last ten years before two, the twenty twenty season, before Ron and Jason got there, that's all Bruce Allen. And then I think it's fifty fifty with this. That's all I gotta say, man. Tony, you can take it away. All right, so um, I completely, I completely agree with everything Donald said for the most part, but um, I do want to point this out as well. Um, 
I don't appreciate how they executed this because for one, you chose a you chose a game where the attendance is the least amount of attended games ever. Um, shout out to my man Louis T from the Louis T Network once again. I watch him a lot. Shout out to my man Louis T. Um, he stated that this is true. Our two lowest home games in the past ten years, or Tassie twelve years that have been um, recorded, was the 2009 match versus the Chiefs and the 2013 blowout versus the Chiefs. Because um, they knew we were going to lose. For all we knew, we going to lose. For, well, that, the 09 game was a 13-7 game. Like, no one really knew. You kind of thought we were going to lose, but we weren't sure. And I was like, during the whole Jim Zorn drama and all that with the bingo With the bingo caller. Yeah, that all that. And, and he just, uh, he just, uh, what's his, he's, um, he's trying to make sure he's not fired. He's just he's just sitting there. I forgot the word he, uh, that he uh, used back back in 2009, but that was happening. Oh, he was solidifying his position, so he he, he didn't want to um, he didn't want to get fired. He didn't want to fire. He didn't want to get fired. He wanted to get paid his whole salary for the season. Um, and also in 2013 with Mike Shanahan, the RG Bree drama and everything else, uh, and we got blown out, of course, and we were bad and we were brand thirteen. So them knowing this and knowing we're not a good football team right now, well, they, they didn't know it back then, but they chose this game because they knew it was not going to be a very attendance. The attendance was going to be low. They wanted to pump up the attendance a little bit by using the homecoming game. And then they used, they used Sean Taylor's name to pump up attendance. I don't appreciate that. That's disrespectful to Sean and his family. Oh, you don't use a dead man like that. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's sickening. Um, that's disheartening. That's disgusting. Um, I'm not for that. I'm not cool with that. Um, I'm mad Jason Wright signed off on this. I, I'm mad Dan Snyder even came up with this sadistic, sick, sick, twisted, disgusting idea of his. Um, I am completely against that. Um, I wish, I really wish that they would just tomorrow say, hey, look, this is not a good time. Let's postpone this until next season. I think that's a lot better. Or postpone postpone it until the Monday night game against the Seahawks if it's not flexed out. It's it's not going to get flexed out. I I don't think that game's getting flexed out. But I wouldn't do it this season. I wouldn't. All the the drama going on with this team, I think it'd be better to do it next year when it's a new name, um, turn the new leaf with the new name and everything else. Probably have a new quarterback. <laughs> hmm. It'll be a clean slate for Ron. It'll be a clean slate for the organization. Well, not really, but kind of a clean slate. And that, and do it next year. Do the season opener next year. I think that's better. Do it the season opener when everyone thinks we'll be a good football team. When everyone's excited about this team. When everyone's invigorated. When everyone's engaged. Don't do it now when we're two and three, and we know we're gonna probably lose to the Chiefs and we're gonna get blown out. And, and another thing I want to bring up, Sean Taylor symbolized defense. Our defense stinks. Why would you do this right now? Why would you do this? That's disrespectful to what he stood for as a player. And what he stood for as a man, this team quit on Sunday. They quit on Sunday versus the Saints. They quit. I don't care what anyone says. They ain't put no full-blown effort after that first half, period. That defense did not put up an effort that it's supposed to after that first half, period. I think it's wrong. The timing is horrible. They, they, This is just all bad. And then on top of that, with the drama, with the emails, all the other crap, 
just push the daggone thing back. Just do that. And That's they had an expose fair. written about him uh, last year. I mean, it's this. It's like a black cloud is over uh, Ashburn, Virginia, and there's and it's really enough. It's really and they, and they did it to themselves. Nothing you can do about it because Dan's the owner. They're gonna cover up everything. They're gonna keep covering up everything. The, the the owners are a mafia, bro. They're not going to make Dan Snyder sell the team. The only reason why Jerry Richardson had to sell the Panthers back in 2018 was because he was already caught. He was already caught red-handed. And there was nothing they could do to save Jerry Richardson. If they had a choice. Jerry Richardson would still own the freaking Carolina Panthers right now. And they have a choice here. So they're going to allow Dan Snyder to he own the Washington football team because he keeps generating revenue. Because this team, even though it continues to be mediocre or stinks almost every other freaking year, and like every four years make the freaking playoffs, they still generate revenue. So as long as, as, long as he keeps putting money in their pocket, Dan Snyder will be the owner of this football team until the smoking gun where they can't get out of it. And the smoking goes in them emails, and they won't release it. So, it is what it is. This is sickening. This whole situation sucks. Bruce Allen's a moron. Dan Snyder's a sick, twisted, disgusting human being. This organization has a black cow over it, and his name is Daniel freaking Snyder. And until Daniel Snyder sells his freaking team, we're going to stink. We're going to stink on and off the field because he reeks of disgustingness. I'm done with this motherfucker. Get this guy out of here. And, and when... Uh... Bruce Allen said we have a good culture. That's when I was like, that 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 shit blew the fuck out of me. We have a damn good culture. We don't have to no. be. Let me be real. As you're a, a cow- damn good idiot. That's what you are. As a diehard cowboy fan, just let me say this. I I've hated the Washington football team for years, but I'm gonna tell you this. One player I respected. I feared and cheered for the most on y'all squad was number 21. Every time Dallas played them, I used to pray and hope to God T.O. did not go to the middle of the field because I knew Sean was going to lay that out. Yes, he was, for sure. If If Sean Taylor was playing today, I think he would get the most flags thrown his way because of the way he played defense. Because nowadays, it's so watered down. Sean Taylor can't, couldn't play defense the way he played. Oh, the heck no. No, sure. no. Like, he, I think he, he would have retired. He put receivers like, in body bags. I, 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 I think he retired back in 2013 if he was still in the league. Yeah, he would have retired. retired Yo, now. even back then, the league was watered down. I mean, you know, nowadays, receivers are so soft. Sean Taylor put them all in body bags. Yeah, he would. I've, I've lost... I, I used I know I talk a lot of trash about them because I'm a Cowboy fan, but after this, I I lost all respect for Dan Snyder. And like Dio, I worked I worked of event security for FedEx Field every Sunday. And I never and Dan Snyder was probably the biggest a hole on the planet. But his wife, sweet as can be, I love his wife. Mrs. Snyder was awesome. She gave us sugar cookies. She would stop and talk to us all the time. All that stuff. Um, they're, they're polar opposite of each other. I respect Tony Snyder a lot. I have no respect for them. But the way, but the way they, but the way they do it, they did this to cover up the fact that there's a whole scandal going on. I, I lost all respect for them. Chantella deserved better. His family deserved better. His daughter deserved better. All of them deserved better. I will say like, this. Is, this is I, I will say this though. 
bulbous was planned months ahead of time, hypothetically. It, it, that's the rumor. I don't quite believe it, honestly, but it makes sense because they had to get approved from that. I call you know, I call BS on that. They should have done that year. They should have retired his number years ago. I, I should retire. But but Dave, days. you have but Dave, you have to understand. Like, this is the third number they've retired in their franchise's history. This is the. And that's another problem I have with that Dio. Why is Daryl Green's number not retired? Why is almost eighty one not retired? I don't. Why I, is this a thing? I don't look. Why look, is Charlie Taylor's number not retired? I I don't get it. I don't Why get it. Why did they leave Dwayne Haskins Jr. at number seven? I don't this is, get this it. Is back, this is trash, bro. I, That's I, the problem, bro. I don't get it. I don't this get is it. Saddening, bro. This hurts, bro. Because look, this look, actually, it hurts, bro. Like, I actually was hurt last night when I, I did that video, bro. I was hurt, bro. Hurt, bro. Let me ask y'all a question, and I'm a and I'm a leave it alone. Y'all, I don't know if y'all know, but uh, y'all ever heard of a, a football player named Jerome Brown? Yeah. We yes. had him. Yeah. When he died, remember when he died in that car accident? Yes. Yeah, I saw a football when life. Philly uh, retired his number right right after that all season? Yes. Yeah. So why did why didn't they give the same respect to Sean Taylor? Mm-hmm. And Jerome Brown died doing something stupid. He was speeding in the rain, lost control, killed him and his um killed him and his nephew. Yes. Sean Taylor died defending his family. Yes. Somebody broke into his house. He opened the door with a machete. They shot him right in the leg, and he bled out and died. But they, but they couldn't, but they couldn't honor him by retiring his number right there, knowing he was the best player they had. Yeah. Sean oh, Taylor oh, was so oh, impactful. Oh, oh, make twenty-one patches, and that's it. That's true. Clinton, Clinton Portis and um, Coach Gibbs went on record saying. My love for the game left after Sean Taylor died. My love even for the game died Moss right when Sean died. Even Sam, even Santana Moss said the same thing. I think everybody yep. everybody in this area was fully affected by it. I remember this uh, whole DMV was sad, bro. Like you have oh, like the whole thing was this. I remember coming home from I've come remember coming home from school. And I'm watching ESPN News, and I'm seeing that Sean Taylor was was shot. I didn't know. I I thought it was a. I thought it was like fake, like straight up. I thought it was fake when I found out Sean Taylor was shot. Yeah, and because it, it said it was shot, and it said it wasn't serious. It was a flesh wound, he'll be fine. Yeah, and they said he struck it in an artery. I said, oh man, and then die. And then I woke up the next day. My father passed away. My father told me that he passed away. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it until I heard it on the radio. And they say he passed away. I swear to God, everything changed with this organization. Everything changed. If a piece of organization died with him. Yeah, everything changed. He didn't want to coach no more. Clinton Portis didn't want to play no more. Santana Moss didn't want to play no more. That team, that team, literally mentally checked out. I think, I think from yeah. two thousand, I would say from two thousand eight to two from two thousand from two thousand eight to twenty twelve. I'll say from two thousand eight to two thousand nineteen. This whole this organization has been. But but hear me out, Dio, because yeah. I I'm saying twenty twelve because there was certain veterans on the roster. I sent them also still on the roster. 
they were reinvigorated by Robert Griffin III. I think that one year, those guys were all invigorated. They were all all in on Robert. And then he got hurt, and then, you know, he started chronic little, you know. Everything, everything. And then it went back to what it was. Yeah. That year, they were all in on Robert. Like, Santana was, all these veterans, like Jeff with Josh Wilson and all these other guys. London. London Fletcher. Kendrick Goldston, all these veterans mm-hmm. were just all in on Robert. They loved Robert, and then here they went up. So, except for the 2012 season, I completely agree with that wholeheartedly. From all the way until Bruce got fired, it was horrible, for sure. But I hope they learned this, this lesson. What If they retiring any other number, please do it months in advance, like you did with Bobby Mitchell, because... Yeah. This whole Sean Taylor situation is, is was fucked they up. Botched they, they, botched they botched it. it. They botched time. it like like no other. But let's move they on. The ball big time, yeah. Let, let's Y'all move. deserve better. And I'm, saying that, better. and I'm saying that as a man and a cowboy fan. Sean and you know what? You know you know who else deserved better, uh, Dave? Before we continue getting to week six and recap the last game, last night game, Daryl Green deserves better. Our monk deserves better. I think everybody, every great player for this organization deserves better. Deserve better. They deserve better. They they need their numbers in the ring of fame. Hurry up and do that. That's disgusting. They need to start. I'm done. Let me say this. I commend Jason Wright for coming out and saying saying that they want to retire more numbers because I don't know what took them so long. But to do this, I I don't know why Jack Kent Cook, Cook didn't do this before he died and sold the team. But Dan should have did this a long time ago. He should have did yeah. this a long time ago. But let's move on because th- this situation irks, is irking me right now. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Me too. Mm. Let's Continue mo- to rest in peace, my brother. Yeah. Rest in power, Sean. Rest in power, Sean. Uh, week six, last night, Tampa and Philly. Uh, I don't know what y'all saw, but Tampa, Tampa Bay put took their foot off the gas pedal after they went up twenty eight to seven. And Jalen Hurts ain't the answer. He, he ain't the answer. He he didn't even throw for hundred and thirty yards yesterday. So and, mm. and then we're gonna keep continue beating this drum over and over again on this podcast until we can't beat this drum over. Free Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders only had the only carried the ball, touched the ball one time, carried the ball one time, and in the second half they gave the ball to him seven times. And then once they start running the ball effectively with Miles Sanders, when they got to the red zone, oh, we're we only going to give him the ball one time. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders doesn't even have a rushing touchdown this year. Oh yeah. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts is a, Jalen Hurts has seventy five percent Eagles offensive yards. Nick Sirianni, I know you're a rookie head coach, but stop putting all the responsibility on Jalen Hurts. I, 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 I think I think he needs to get a play calling responsibilities. Oh, you, I don't know, think, you could trade you could trade for Nick Foles, like I said the other night. But, but at the end of the day, Tampa took their foot off the gas pedal. They should have blew out the Eagles. The Eagles wasn't even good offensively last night. But Tampa did what they had to do, and I, I and kudos to them. So, 
Y'all go ahead and take it. I, I'll go ahead because I, 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 I really want to talk about Jalen Hurts. Okay. Now, I get what you're saying, Dio, that you think he's not the answer. I think Jalen is extremely raw at the core position. He does not throw with anticipation. Yeah, his. He does not throw dudes open. And he waits for dudes to get open. That is the problem with Jalen Hurts. That's the problem with a lot of these young quarterbacks. They do not throw anticipation. They do not throw guys open. That is something that you have to learn. And until he learns that, he won't be where he wants to be as a quarterback. Also, the play call for the Eagles was trash last night. It's been the trash Eagles, the whole year. It, 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 it was especially trash last night. Like, it was horrible. It, it was bad. It was good in week one. It was bad in week two. It was mediocre in week three. No, it was terrible week three. Miles Sanders on oh, the touchdown. Oh, yeah. The, 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 that's the Cowboys game. That was, I was absolutely trash. Refresh, yeah. Week four, it was okay. Week three was horrible. Week four was okay. Uh, the, the play call against the Chief was mediocre. It's okay. This is the worst game he's called all year. Beside the Cowboys game. Nick Sirianni needs to get together. He needs to bring more balance to his offensive attack. I think it's trash. He's um, too pass happy. That's the problem. With- that's a huge problem. He's a pass happy with a quarterback that does not throw anticipation. That's just stupid. Uh, we need to run the football more. I want to see more RPOs. Uh, more zone read. No, no, no. Majority of the plays last night was RPOs. Well, I, I mean, like, like, I mean, like, quick throws, like, quick slants, something like that. They, they want to do RPOs and throw dig route, not, not dig routes, but, like, over routes and things like that. Just do an RPO with a slant. And not only that, you have Devontae Smith. And not only that, Devontae Smith only ball. had Devontae slant. Smith only had four four uh four targets. targets. Chris Watkins had more targets than him. That's that's horrible. Trash. The Eagles are the the Nick Sirianni's an idiot. I don't think it's gonna last longer than this season. I think this experiment is going to go left. I think Jalen Hurts is gonna mess around and get traded because they're gonna probably draft another quarterback next year. Uh let's get to Tampa real quick. They did what supposed to do. Business as usual. Tom turned turn turned the gas turned the gas pedal for some freaking reason. I don't freaking know. He's on pace for like five hundred yards and six touchdowns. He turned the freaking gas pedal off. Don't freaking know why. Leonard had a good game. Uh everyone was involved. A B's eating. A B's turned back to A B again. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are what they are, which is Super Bowl contenders. And the Eagles are what they are, which is trash. The Eagles are horrible. They're not a good football team. They're going to probably go four and twelve, or five and or, or four and four, 13. 12, four and thirteen, or five and twelve, or six and eleven, or something. They're going to fire Nick Sirianni and go fire a real head coach. I am done. The Eagles stink, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are actually good. And did and did, did the Eagles even get pressure on Tom Brady? No, no. Fletcher Cox got one legit pressure because he was one on one with the guard, and he, and he just pushed the guard out the way. That's the only pressure they on night. And I'm surprised Brady got. I'm surprised Brady had a pick yesterday. Yeah, that was a nasty picky poo too. Whatever. Go ahead, Dave. That was just weird. Well, well, all Papa Dave got to say about this one. I agree with everything you two have just said. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts is trash. I've said that. I said that since last year. <clears throat> Jayla Hurts is trash. This is on his tough start, too, though. Nick Sirianni is trash. I agree with that for sure. Uh, let's see. It should not have been this close. They did take their foot off the gas. They Miles Sanders only ran the ball nine times, I think. I think. 
Jalen Hurts ran, ran the ball more than Miles Sanders. That's a problem. Um, Brady should have blew them out the house. They didn't. The game should not have been this close. I'm actually disappointed in Tampa Bay. They won the game, but they should not have. They should not have let this game be close. Yeah. Yeah, twenty-eight to twenty-two. Nah, it should have been forty-something to twenty-two. But, but a win is a win. Whatever. Um, Jalen Hurst needs to stop acting like he's Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or whatever the hell he think he is. I don't know. He, whatever he's thinking, he needs to stop. Um, I don't think he thinks. I don't think he thinks he's that. I just think he just can't throw participation. He needs to work on that. Like one hundred fifteen yards passing, uh, bro. That's all. Really. Out of the whole game, come on, bro. Look at the completion percentage, though. He went eleven and twenty-six. He didn't complete fifty percent of his passes. That's that's absolutely awful. That's fucking terrible. I have a seven-year-old right here that can throw for more yards in the game than Jalen Hurts. Oh, Jalen Hurts literally threw eleven for twenty-six for one fifteen. That's awful. Play calling is terrible. Um, I don't know what Philly's doing right now, but they better turn it around real quick, boys. Somebody or maybe some people are gonna lose their jobs before midseason. I, I, I think I um, think that's already about to happen, honestly. Um, Philly, Philly need to get it together, and I'm done. Business. Okay, before we go into the rest of the week slate, six slates, a slate. There are four teams that are on a bye week this week, and that is the Falcons, the Jets, the 49ers. And the Saints. So if you don't see four teams playing this week, that's because they're on a bye week. And we will not miss you this week. First of all, the Jets don't even deserve a bye week. What are they doing? <laughs> Hold on. The Jets are going to lose on it. Come on, man. They, you play a London day, and you deserve a bye week. Come on, man. Let's... Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, oh you do? Hey, hey, hey they're going to lose on their bye week, bro. Facts. Look. <laughs> look. They go find some way to lose their bye week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's get this. How they had a bye? They lost on their bye week. How do you do that? All right, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. All right, let's get to the slate. Uh, let's start with the game in London. The Dolphins are three and a half point favorites against the Jags. Tua is is starting this week. Let's go ahead, Dave. Who you got winning this game? Do I really have to say it? I mean, you go ahead and say it. Okay. Miami's going to beat the brakes off of Jacksonville. Who is coming back? They are the better team. They are the better coached team. Miami is no, I don't think Miami is a good team, but they're better than Jacksonville. Jacksonville is terrible. Trevor Lawrence is going to turn the ball over, as he does every week. Urban Meyer is probably going to find some little baddie in London to party with and videotape and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Miami is going to win this game 35-3. to (laughs) Okay, fine. I'll be nice. They're going to win 27-3. to <laughs> okay. Um a lot of people are picking Jacksonville to get their first win this week. Oh, I don't see it. I'm picking the Dolphins. Um uh, 
Tua's coming back. That's all I need to. That's all I need to hear. They haven't won a game since he got hurt anyway. So if he ain't the difference, I don't know who is for the Dolphins. So I'll give them their win. The Dolphins will win. Tony, you t- go ahead. Neither one of the teams deserved to win. Neither one deserved to win. But somebody got to win this game, right? Yeah, somebody has to win this game. <laughs> I already know what he's about to say. I can't let him say it's out of my mouth. The Jacksonville Jaguars get their first win of the season. That's my, my upset of the week. The who do you who do you who do you have winning Sunday between Miami and Jacksonville? Miami. I, I said, I'm picking the Jaguars. That's my. I was asking my seven year old. Thank you, and he <laughs> agreed with me. Miami. That's why he's my friend. Bring Jacksonville. Upset of the week. Okay. Green Bay four and a half point favorites going to Chicago to play the Bears. Oh my, oh my god! I'm picking the Packers. This is Justin Fields' first time playing Green Bay, and he's going to experience the Green Bay ass, the Green Bay ass whooping. Chicago's defense will keep it close, but at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is going to find Devontae Adams as he always does. The Packers will win. The Packers will win. Tony, you can take this. Oh, Packers thirty-one, Bears twenty. It's going to be close for a half. Bears. Uh, Packers gonna pull away and put up thirty, and go and hide. Uh, Aaron Rodgers too much. Devontae Adams gonna have two hundred yards. It's gonna be a fair It's going to be fun. Yeah. Caden, moment of silence. <laughs> I'm. I'm he's picking. He's, he's picking the Packers. Everybody. I guess this is the time for move on. Yes, it is. Good idea. The Cincinnati Bengals are three and a half point favorites against the Lions. Dave, will yes. this the will this be the week the Detroit Lions get their first win? Against the Bengals? Yes. No, it is not. <laughs> Business as usual. Bobby Lane. <laughs> oh, man, <is> <laughs> um, I, I, I think Detroit covers the spread, but the the, okay. the Bengals will win. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Nah, matter of fact, Detroit's Caden, does the does Detroit get their first win of the season? No. <laughs> there you, there you, you heard it. They're the trash. You, 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 you heard the man. I'm done with him, son. Okay. Okay. The Texans are... Big play- 30, Lions 21. Okay. That, okay. Houston's going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. <clears throat> it's not happening. For Houston. Mole with a silence. <clears throat> this nigga. This nigga's a troll. Let's move on. If if we say let's move on, that means we're all picking the Colts. Let's move on. The Rams are ten and a half point favorites against the Giants. Hold on, before we do moment of silence, I believe Daniel Jones is going to be playing in this game, but the but they will not have Kenny Galladay nor Saquon. But then again, 
Let's move on. Thank you. Oh, I, I got one thing about said about this game. Oh, go ahead. They're going to do the same thing they did in 2017, converting third and 33 for touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants are going to turn the ball over first, four times in the first half. They're going to get destroyed. 51-17, Rams. Okay. The the Vikings are one-point favorites at uh, against the Carolina Panthers. I'm, I, I'm picking the Vikings because McCaffrey's not playing. That's all I needed to see. <laughs> That's all I needed to see. McCaffrey's not playing, and you're relying on Sam Darnold to carry your team. That's that's good enough for me to pick the Vikings. Tony, go ahead. Until Sam Darnold can prove he can be a mediocre defense or a good defense, I'm going to pick the opposite team. Take the Vikings. Dave? Uh... I'm going with the Vikings because they have the healthier team. No J.C. Horn, no Christian McCaffrey. That's all I need. Give me Minnesota. Peter, who do you have? Vikings. Let's move on. Oh, by the way, they're the better quarterback, too, and Kirk Cousins. That is true. Both, both, uh, quarterbacks, both quarterbacks are inconsistent as hell. But Kirk is better than Sam Darnold, though. Kirk is Kirk is better than Sam Okay, one of the games of the week, the game majority of this uh, will be looking forward to, even though you can't watch it in this area. The L.A. Chargers are traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Dave, who you got winning this game? I'm going with Baltimore. However, however, my. Only problem with Baltimore is they get off to these slow starts. They play very reckless and turn the ball over, and they have to play from behind. Now, I'm only saying this because the Chargers have a player. I mean, the Chargers do not have the same quarterback Baltimore has. You do not count out Lamar Jackson whatsoever. It is now my only problem with him is he had to play from behind a few of these games. He had to come back from a 19 point deficit against the Colts. That's a problem for me. These slow starts are basically going to catch up to Baltimore. They going they going to up and get blown out one day. It's, a, it's, it's oh, the only team I am going to say I'm proud of he beat is Kansas City. That's a good cover behind game, but. Other than that, he should have blew all these other teams out the park. It's it's. He did blow out the uh, the, the the Broncos. The Broncos team weren't healthy. Should he have, should he have beat the Broncos? Yes, but Denver but Denver mentally checked out when uh, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt because Drew Locke is not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> If Baltimore keep getting off to these slow starts, one of these teams is going to jump on it and blow them out. But I'm taking Baltimore over the other Chargers simply because I know Lamar Jackson can get it done. Tony, you go ahead. Y'all know who I'm picking. Y'all, we did NFL Runner on my channel. Y'all know who I'm rolling. I'm wearing Jay Herbo, man. Jay Herbo, man. It's my dog. He's not better than Lamar Jackson, but go ahead. Jay Herbo. He ain't better than Lamar. I know that. Obviously. I think the Chargers have a better team around Christian Herbert 
from what Lamar Jackson has around Baltimore. Period. I think that is true. They have a better football team. They have the better receivers, yes. Starts. He's going to catch up with him. He'll catch up with him this week. They're playing bad football teams. They came coming back on the Lions and, and Tigers and Bears and the Dag <laughs> and the Dag Indianapolis Colts. They've been coming back on these bad teams. It is now. It is now. All good things must come to an end. And the comeback cardiac kids and the Baltimore Ravens, it ends this week. They take an L, they learn from it, and they start winning games after this. But they're losing to the Chargers this week. Give me the Chargers. Say lose, pick the Chargers, period. Next. Tony, my good friend, you realize the Chargers have the worst run defense in the league. They won four straight with it. They won three straight with it. Don't care. Okay, but yet they're playing a team that had the was tied with the record that with the most hundred yard rushing games in league history. They just play they just play a team with a good running game and beat them. Okay. That don't mean nothing. I'm picking the Ravens to win this game because it's as simple as this. They're gonna run the ball. They're gonna keep Herbert off the field. And then more importantly, Lamar's gonna kill him. It doesn't matter who you if you I love Derwin James. I like Joey Bosa, but Lamar's a dog. And they're getting Rashad Bateman back this week. So I'm picking the Ravens. So let's move on. That's cool. Hey, then, who, why do you think Baltimore's going to win? Because of Lamar's fast. There you have it. Lamar's fast. He jukes so well. He jukes very well. Justin Herbert cannot juke very well. Let's move on. Okay. Herbert, here we, touch on your head, though. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's the alumni game. Out of all the games they chose is this game. The Chiefs. Our seven-point favorites against Washington. Let me pick this. This is as usual. I'm picking the Chiefs. They will blow them out. Let's move on. Oh, oh, I got to say one thing. The Chiefs were their first team to score 50 this year on somebody. Tap. No. Oh. 50 on our head. I'm actually going to pick the football team to win this game. And I'm a, that's going to be my upset for the week, and I'll tell you, and I'm going to tell you why. Just like I said on your, on your show, Tony. Both defenses are are trash. Let's be real. Both defenses are horrible. I think Mike Nolan coaches both their defenses. Oh, my God. I think that because both defenses are terrible. Terry Hill's going to eat. Terry McLaurin's going to eat. Gibson's going to eat. I got got football team making more plays. It's got fancy football written all over it it's gonna be it's gonna be a shootout now. Watch it. Watch it be like a low scoring game. Okay, let's move on. The Browns are hosting the Cardinals. The Browns are three point favorites. I know Nick Chubb is out because I had to put him on my bench. He has a calf injury, but Cliff Kingsbury's out. He has COVID. Chandler Jones is out. He has COVID. Kyler Murray is nursing a is injury on his right shoulder. And the Browns still have Kareem Hunt. I'm picking the Browns. Tony, who you have winning? Pink Cleveland. Go ahead and I, and why so, sir? I'm picking the Browns too. 
This <laughs> man's eating. What is going on? Dave, He's who... probably eating his words. Dave, who you got winning? Cardinals. What? The Cardinals. Even without their head coach? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, that bad, bad rusher? <laughs> Cannon don't care about this game because he thinks both teams are trash. So. Both defenses are trash. There you go. Both defenses are trash. You heard the man. Okay. Okay. The Vegas Raiders are traveling to Denver to play the Broncos. The Broncos are three and a half point favorites. I don't know why they're three and a half point favorites. Dave, who you got winning this game? I have Denver winning this game because Vegas is in turmoil right now. This whole John Gruden thing, they are not going to be focused on this game. That that is probably the biggest distraction they're gonna have all year. It's going to this is gonna plague them for the rest of the year. I don't see them making much noise <clears throat> the rest of the season. With that being said, Denver is the more mentally and physically prepared team. They're going to win this game. Twenty eight to fourteen. Tony, who you got winning this game? Against these Broncos, we're gonna have a good history versus Denver. First of all, secondly, Teddy Bridgewater has two gloves. He won't throw the ball more than twenty yards down the field. He's scared. Oh, Number three, yeah. as good as Denver's defense is, I think their cock is shredded. Every defense can get shredded. Every defense can get shredded. I don't care who it is. As the Carolina Panthers, are number one in all the categories until the Dallas Cowboys shredded. The Raiders, 27 to 21. The disrespect he just threw. This is the week the Raiders uh, right the ship. I think the Raiders win this game. And not only that, they're better than the Broncos. I just, in my eyes, they're better than the Broncos. I'm picking the Raiders. And the Raiders have won three straight against the Broncos. That's all I need to see. So Corlin Sutton is gonna is gonna get 150 yards receiving on uh, on their secondary. All right. Next up, Cowboy Corner. Go ahead. Belichick stimulus check bounce check Mike <laughs> check one two three. I don't care. Cowboys. Twenty eight to fourteen. Hey, they trying to score fourteen points. Go ahead, go ahead, Tony. I got Dallas. They're a bad football team. Let's move on. This is my upset of the week. <laughs> I'm picking the Patriots. I picked Dallas every week since week two. This is the week they lose and get put and get uh, get a dose of reality. And not only that. This is a must-win game for the Patriots. They're 0-3 at home. They can ill afford to be 0-4 at home. So, yeah, the Patriots, this is, they need to win this game. I'm picking the Patriots. They're going to make Dak Prescott beat them. So, let's, let's, yeah, let's move on. Dak can do that. Caden, okay, does Dallas win this week? 
Patriots have a chance to win. He's not playing. You're fired. No, Kenwood's not playing anymore. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, apparently, I've just been fired. So I'll see y'all next week. No. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Sunday night football. The Seahawks are playing the Steelers. The Steelers are five point favorites. Business as usual for Russell Wilson. Let's move on. I have nothing to say. The Buffalo Bills, quote unquote, the best team in the league, is, <laughs> is traveling on the road to Tennessee to play the Titans on Monday. Uh, and the Buff on the Bills and the Bills are five and a half point favorites. Tony, you go ahead, take this. I want to pick Tennessee so bad. <laughs> yeah, I would pick Tennessee, but after you lose to the Jets, I'm done with you. I have no faith in you whatsoever. Oh my so. gosh, go that bullcrap again. Look, I want to lose to the so Jets. Bad. The Jets. Okay, okay, okay. We get it. God darn it, shoot. We know yeah. you're picking. We know you're picking the, the Bills. Point. Get the darn That's point. Right? I'm talking. Shoot. All right, I want to pick Tennessee so bad. I do. I really do. That's definitely. I have two words why I'm not picking That's the Titans. That's Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Ryan freaking Tannehill. And two more words why I'm picking the Bills. Josh F. Allen. Let's move on. Well, I have two words for y'all. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry. That's all you need to know. And Julio's coming back this week. So, I'm picking oh, yeah. the Titans. I am picking the Titans to win this week. And this is a shootout. So, so basically, our upset. So, before we wrap it up, our upset of our upsets of the week are as follows. Dave, you have well, you can give us two. I I gave you my two. It's the Patriots and the Titans. Who's your two, Dave? Washington football team, and um, well, in your words. The Bills beating the Titans would be an upset. The Bills, the, the the Titans are the Bills are not the Bills are favored. Oh well, that's the only upset I got for you. I ain't got nothing. Okay, and Tony, I only picked one, but is the Jaguars over the Dolphins? Final pick. Well, Second no, I give I give you an upset. Seahawks beating Pittsburgh without a without a Russell Wilson. Both. That would be an upset. Yeah, that would be an upset. Now, then, if if they lose to Geno Smith, Big Ben should retire. But tomorrow. but also <laughs> this, but also this, Tony, you picked the you picked the Chargers. That is kind of an upset as well. Mm, the oh, the Ravens are favorite. Yes. Okay. Not really, because what, what, what the Chargers? Okay, the Chargers. Not really, because the Chargers what's have the, the much better receiving core. Only problem, it only thing what's, is what's the spread, Dio? They don't have Lamar Jackson. The Chargers, the Ravens are three point favorites. Uh, they're at home, right? Yes, the Ravens are at that's home. That's basically even. I'm, I'm, that's not upset. That's basically even, honestly. Okay. Well, home, home team is three points. Okay. I'll so, give you a second upset. Up the mm-hmm. I'll give you a second upset. All right. <sighs> Keep up saying this out of my mouth. The Detroit Lions upset the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the lock of and your lock of the week. My lock of the week is the Ravens over the the Chargers. 
My lock is the Cowboys over the Patriots. You got you got you can't pick the Cowboys this week. Why not? That's not a lock. Yeah, it is. Oh, y'all, y'all are you crazy? The most obvious lock of the week. Y'all missing the most obvious one. The, the Rams about to put fifty on the daggone Giants. That 50. is a lock. That's 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 a lock. Okay. <laughs> lock it up, baby. That is one. Okay, and then the fantasy starting set. Obviously, I'll go first. Start Tyreek Hill. Start Tyreek Hill. Um, start Lamar Jackson. And then sit Ryan Tannehill and Amari Cooper. I agree with Sam Amari Cooper. You know what? We're going to spread this. Start any Washington or Kansas City skill player. I hate Start Tony. all of them. Start all of them. You can say the same thing, man. You can say, I hate Tony right now. You can say it's the same be, thing, Dave. There's going to be 85 points put on this board by the end of the day. It's going to be a freaking shootout. Nah. You can start telling high and keep you on. That's how, that's how crazy this game about to be. Um, you can also start Derrick Henry because it's Derrick freaking Henry for yeah. crying out loud. And also... I would start Kirk Cousins versus the Carolina defense. Mm. Okay. They haven't showed anything in the last two weeks they can stop they can stop a nosebleed. The Cowboys destroyed them and they got destroyed last week. So about mm-hmm. that. They can't stop a nosebleed these last two weeks. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins light them up a new Christmas tree. Uh sit them. Shut them, shut them, shut them, shut them. I will sit any Miami or Jacksonville skill player. He's not playing. <laughs> don't play any of them. That game's going to be disgusting. And, ah, that's tough. Sit them. It's, it's, it's a lot of good offensive games this week. Oh, got it. 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 Sit any Seahawks skill player. Please. Don't play Tyler Lockett this week. Don't play DK Metcalf. Do not play Chris Carson. Don't play none of them. Chris, Carson's, Chris Carson went on IR. Oh, oh, oh. Whoever start running back is Alex Collins. Very good. Don't start Alex oh. Collins. Don't start DK Metcalf. Don't start freaking Tyler Lockett. Don't start none of them. It's Gino Smith is Gino. Oh no! Okay, Dave, go ahead. Start Lamar. Start uh, start Zach Wilson during his bye week now. <laughs> no, no, let me just, let me stop. So start Lamar. Um, uh, start Mike Williams against Baltimore. Mm. Um, start Taylor Heineke against the Chiefs. Um, sit him. I agree with Tony. Sit everybody from Seattle. Um, <laughs> Geno Smith ain't gonna get him the ball. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um. Shoot, and sit, and sit, uh, Trevor Lawrence, man. Shoot, he ain't about to turn the ball <laughs> re- down. <laughs> sit, all, sit all Jacksonville and Miami skill players. Sit, sit them all. Oh, sit man. them all. They all sit. <laughs> all right, well. That... Oh, Tyler Vizca, Chanel. Chanel should eat. That's it. All right, well, that concludes this week's episode uh, for week six and the whole Washington football team fiasco. Thank you guys for listening. Subscribe to this to the Happy Hour podcast on Spotify or wherever the hell you li- li- listen to your podcasts. 
Subscribe <laughs> to the Protect Sports Net. We was on there last Wednesday night. Check it out. Hopefully, we'll be back on there soon. And then follow my you follow my uh, IG page. Have our podcast. Have our podcast. Like it. I need more followers, please. And subscribe to my podcast. Remember, subscribe to my podcast. Until then, peace and love and blessings. God bless. Good night and goodbye. And rest in peace, Sean Taylor. Rest in peace. Paradise Psalm. Rest in power. Sir. All right. We out. Say bye, Kaden. Bye.